paying too much for health insurance? Frustrated by high deductibles, network restrictions, and increasing premiums? There's a better way. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM is a Christian community delivering a robust, faith based solution to the high cost of healthcare. If your current health insurance has become more of a racket than a remedy, take back control of your healthcare at around half the price. Learn more and enroll today at chministries.org. That's chministries.org. I'm Shannon Bream. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Kennedy, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, May 26, 2023, I'm Eben Brown. Russia's privateering force of convicts are the one helping Putin to take or punish Ukraine. But why is the country okay to pay this brutal and ruthless armed force? And could its leader become the next president of Russia? It's either your son and your father, your brother, your uncle that's going to die, or... It's these guys, you know, who are going to rot in prison anyway. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. The now devastated Ukrainian city of Bakhmut is in the hands of the Russian military, but it wasn't the standing army of Russia that won it. It was a much feared and globally reaching privately owned and hired group of former convicts, violent ones, who are given special clemency to take jobs with guns and kill people. Its name in Russian translates to the Wagner Group. Cheverka Wagner, which means private military company Wagner. And uh, the reason it's uh, Wagner is because it's the favorite composer of Prigozhin. Pirgozhin is the man who owns Wagner. He's spent his career as a disavowed friend of Vladimir Putin, sometimes existing in Putin's inner circle and holding his trust. He's the man doing much of Russia's winning in Ukraine for a price. He might also be the man Putin wants to take over at some point. Rebecca Koffler is a former analyst for the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. She's now the president of Doctrine and Strategy Consulting and the author of Putin's playbook, Russia's secret plan to defeat America. You know, Evgeny Prigozhin, which is uh, who is also nicknamed as uh, Putin's chef, that's his favorite composer, and uh, he called his uh, mercenary group, which effectively is uh, Putin's personal head squad. That's how he named it, uh, Cheverka Wagner. So let's talk about the role of this Wagner group, because I think a lot of people are perhaps confused or maybe just intrigued to hear that much of this war or, or some of the more notorious parts of, of this war in Ukraine is not necessarily being conducted by Russia's regular state military, but a private, you know, um, call them mercenaries, call them a, a hit squad. If you're on this side of the pond and it was yours, you'd call them private contractors. So let's talk about who they are and why they are so important to Putin's effort to either take over Ukraine or just uh, punish it into smithereens. Putin personally called on uh, Evgeny Prigozhin, uh, whom, as I said, is his uh, former chef, and we could go a little bit later into his background, but he called on this guy, uh, he goes by the name Zhena, by the way, or Zheka even, 
to help out in Ukraine. As we know that the Russians have not exactly displayed some tactical brilliance uh, in this war, right? And um, they had difficulties specifically in Bakhmut. And so Putin wanted somebody who is really rugged and battlefield tested. And so you called on this guy and Prigozhin activated the Wagner Group. It's important to understand that the Wagner Group is drafted from convicts. Hmm. There are about 900,000 convicts in Russia, a huge pool of uh, potential draftees. And so they were promised by Prigozhin and by the Russian government by default to be released to be granted clemency if they put in several months in the battlefield. And so Prigozhin himself stated on Russian state TV, put out a call to the Russian people saying, look, you know, it's either your son and your father, your brother, your uncle that's going to die, or it's these guys, you know, who are going to rot in prison anyway. And he also appealed to the prisoners himself and said, hey, today you are, you know, a convict, a bad guy. You serve a few months and all of a sudden you're a hero. And they even ran some videos on Russian state TV of some famous former Wagner operative was sunning himself in Istanbul in uh, mm-hmm. in Turkey. And so so that's why they're throwing in these people. They go into the first like uh, line of defense in, or offense in this case, in the front line. They are the meat in the meat grinder, Putin's strategy. That, that's how we kind of uh, uh, jokingly call it. And then the regular Russian forces uh, go in, which is what happened with Bakhmut. After 10 months, the Wagner Group has secured control of the city, and they just this morning transferred it to the regular Russian army. So let's talk about the relationship between Vladimir Putin and Yevgeny Prigozhin, uh, as you have called him, uh, Putin's chef. But it would suggest, for at least um, from your recent op-ed on foxnews.com, that that relationship may not be in the best right uh, right now. They may not be uh, on, on good speaking terms, probably because none of this has gone the way Putin really had hoped. And he may be perhaps affixing some blame. But uh, Prigozhin himself has also been very public in, in his criticism of Putin's handling of this war, saying he's really going about it all wrong and he's he's not set up to succeed here. So let's talk about that relationship and why it's so strained. Yes. So first of all, these two are going two decades back. And even Putin publicly never acknowledges this relationship. They know each other very well. And just to demonstrate to you how well they know each other, uh, Prigozhin used to serve meals to Putin, food and drink, because Prigozhin, uh, his background is criminal, let's just say. Um, He came from St. Petersburg, just like Putin. And at the age 18, he had his first 
uh, criminal offense, a theft. So he comes from this uh, very troubled youth. But then after the collapse of the Soviet Union, remember all of a sudden Russia, and I only say jokingly, right? Russia uh, from a communist country all of a sudden became a capitalist country, right? right? Which means that a small handful of, uh, of people, the communists, they grabbed all of the assets through this manufactured so-called privatization. And all of a sudden they became businessmen. They <laughs> and uh, so Prigozhin seized on that opportunity. He started off with a hot dog stand, right? And then he grew it into a multi-million dollar uh, catering business called the Concord. And part of that catering business was serving meals to the Kremlin. And that's how the two met. And so this level of trust is unprecedented for Putin because Putin doesn't uh, trust anyone. Right. Right. And so especially in the country that has elevated poisonings in the form of right. statecraft, he, he's, he's he can, he'll, he'll readily eat food uh, given to him by this man. So that's, that's exactly. That's yeah. So. Fast forward to uh, to the war in Ukraine. I have to nuance what we are talking about in terms of their relationship. Yes, if you look at it at surface level right now, it's strained, right? And Prigozhin is just ranting about every day, several times a day uh, with videos and his Telegram uh, channel, he is blasting the Russian military, then the military establishment for, you know, screwing up for the lack of the better word, the war, right? For mishandling the war. But he doesn't criticize Putin himself. In fact, to the contrary, what he stated uh, yesterday is that his motivation in fighting this war and helping out is his love and passion for Russia and for Putin. This is all uh, like um, there's a Russian term for this, uh, it's kind of like a, a, a charade, right? This guy is positioning himself as the next presidential you know, candidate and Putin's replacement. So he wants to demonstrate that he's a populist, that he has a lot in common with both Putin and the blue collar people, and he is able to secure Russia. He's able to win this war and he wants to be Putin's successor. That's what all of this PR campaign, if you will, is about. We are speaking with former defense intelligence analyst and author Rebecca Koffler on the relationship between Vladimir Putin and the man who runs Russia's most fearsome paramilitary corporation. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. Being uh, Putin's successor would sort of suggest that Putin is not necessarily going to be in this role for uh, for much longer. Is that something that's true? I mean, is is Putin looking to step down, to retire, to to cede power, to to find a successor or a or a protege, or or is this is someone coming along saying, "I want to be Putin's successor," and that puts Putin on the defensive? 
that's just not how things work uh, <laughs> in, in Russia, right? As as you know, going back to uh, late 90s, Putin was handpicked by Boris Yeltsin, the previous uh, Russian president, um, because that's who Yeltsin felt could you know, have a strong grip on Russia. Putin is a former KGB operative. He knows how the system works. And most importantly, Putin has, during his KGB career, assembled a very long, miles long dossier on everybody to blackmail. So in the same manner, Putin is going to handpick somebody whom he believes he could hand over the reins on Russia. And so to answer your question, no, Putin is not exactly ready right now to relinquish his power. He's 70. He's going to be 71 on October 7th. At that point, he is hitting the lifespan of a typical Russian male, right? right. But Putin is not typical. Putin uh, does not necessarily drink. You know, he's not an alcoholic, in other right. words. Because Russian standards of drinking and Americans are very different. He is very fit, but he is in the process, at least a mental process of selecting somebody. And my intelligence analysis tells me that Prigozhin is just that man. There are several similarities between Putin and Prigozhin. No, Putin was never like an actually criminal criminal. He was never convicted. But if Putin was not rescued by his teacher, his primary school teacher and his judo trainer, he would have stepped on the criminal path. So they were both troubled youths, easily getting into fights. Another thing that's very interesting, and I mentioned it in the op-ed, Prigozhin parrots Putin's rhetoric quite a bit. For example, in his last uh, statement that was actually published all over the Russian media, he said that he is a communicator, right? He communicates, he meets with people. He contrasted himself with the Russian uh, generals who are, in his view, mishandling the war and the regular soldiers. Putin also famously, when he wrote his autobiography, first person, before he started running uh, for president, well, running being in quotes, right? right. Again, in yeah. Russia, the the, the <laughs> elections are predetermined. Right. As uh, someone, uh, either Brezhnev or Yeltsin, once told one of the American leaders, the, the bad thing about democratic election elections is that you never know who's going to win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that just demonstrates to you right. how things work. And so Putin also touted his ability to communicate with people. He's human relations specialist. And what does that mean? That means not only he connects to the regular folk, he also is able to read at a former spy, right? He had to recruit spies when he was a KGB officer, which means right. he had to understand the psychology. So that's why he 
is uh, dealing very effectively with foreign leaders. No, like Western leaders right now don't like him particularly, but he's able to manipulate, you know, a whole bunch of uh, non-Western leaders. And so, so this guy, that's another similarity. And finally, one of the things that Prigozhin mentioned was risk, his risk tolerance. He said, I love this, you know, I love being in the war, in the battle. I mean, he's done this before, obviously, because right. the Wagner Group has contracts in other places of the world. They're all over Africa. And so Putin in his autobiography also mentioned how in his KGB dossier, there was a note that, that this guy pretty much, you know, lacks fear. So, and the article describes, you know, in more detail, all of the other signposts of why it is my assessment that this guy potentially will be Putin's successor when, whether it's going to be 2024, and the election is uh, scheduled for March 17th, whether it's going to be this time or next time, he's definitely at the top of the list. Is Prigozhin of similar age to Putin? I mean, you would think that uh, Putin would want someone younger than himself, because if he's just going to replace himself with another septuagenarian, it kind of wouldn't make much sense, I think. So there's a nine years difference between okay. the two. Uh, Prigozhin is younger. Prigozhin was born in 1961. So that gives them at least, you know, let's say just 10, you know, 12 uh, more years. And if you look at him and how he behaves in his, you know, on the battlefield, there are a lot of uh, videos. He's pretty robust, again, like for the Russian man, he's, he's like Putin. He's healthy. He's energetic. So, so yes, if you, especially if you compare him to uh, President Biden or, or President Trump, I would say he's more closer to uh, to Trump than Biden yeah. in in terms of energy level. Even though energy, both of those are younger, physicality and whatnot. Well, Rebecca Koffler, the former U.S. defense intelligence officer who is now president of Doctrine and Strategy Consulting, of course, also author of Putin's Playbook: Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Now in paperback for sure. Thank you once again for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. It's such a pleasure to be here with you and your audience, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Thank you.